You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 901. That's a lot of Macs. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This is the first one after our 900th show, which makes it 901. That's kind of how numbering works. Uh, Apple, speaking of numbering, Apple just released their Q3 earnings for 2022. And while the company met expectations, that's about the long and short of it. Mac sales in particular were down about 20% year over year. And the biggest problem seems to be supply constraints and a lot of China's capacity out due to lockdowns enforced by the government. Most other companies, however, were in the same boat with HP down about 27%. I think they were all pretty much down. And um, Gaz is still on walkabouts, and I am joined this week. See if I can do this. Oh, that was so smooth. I am joined this week by Mr. Carl Madden of the Mac and Forth podcast. Hello, Carl. How are you? Oi, oi, oi. How are you, sir? I'm very well. Thank you very much. So you don't have COVID, not I've yet. I've had COVID twice already. I have been very, very lucky. Um, I haven't had COVID. Mm-hmm. However, I I did just have a, a stint in the hospital, which was not a whole lot of fun. Um, basically, I had, I think, did I already tell you about this? I had cellulitis in my right leg, and it, it puffed up like twice as big as it normally is and was all red and splotchy and... And oh, it was, nice. yeah, it was actually my wife was like, looked at my leg and she was like, you know, you got a 102 fever, a red splotchy swollen leg. And I, I think we should probably go to the hospital to which I was like, oh, fine. <laughs> bam. So ended up in the hospital for a week and, and got all kinds of medications and, and also when I got out, and that's all I'll say about that. But when I got out, I cut my hair. This is the first my Mac podcast. Oh my I, I God, he's I've not a hippie done. anymore. I am not a hippie anymore. I don't know what wow. happened. Actually, I had actually been thinking about it before I went into the hospital, but being in the hospital cemented it because <laughs> the first time I went to take a shower, they had like a plastic bag on my left hand because that's where the IV was. And it, it was like trying to wash my hair with a brick in one hand. And it was like, well, this, this just isn't fun. So I went ahead, I went ahead and cut it. And who knows if I'll grow it long again. You know, it's, it's like my hair and microphones are the two things that I seem to obsess over. Uh, I have hmm. a lack of one and too many of the other. So uh, the other well, thing. I got, that, I got mine done as well. Yeah, I know. I see that. Here in the UK. Yeah, I'm but gone. you know what? You know what, Carl? Here, here's the thing. You have hair on top of your head, and it is quite noticeable. I do not. I take off my hat, and it and it's like bald, bald, bald. Which is why I wear hats a lot. I was going to make a joke then, but it'd be highly inappropriate. So I went probably, to probably. Um, I went to MacStock. That was last weekend. MacStock six, and uh, I was running the video board for Mike Potter. Basically, that meant I was just making sure things were being recorded and doing transitions between the the two cameras that he had going. Except I ran into a little problem near the end of the day on both days. 
I'm on this lack new, of talent. No, well, that yeah, uh, but in front of the camera there was plenty of talent. It was behind the camera that was the problem. That's what I meant. I'm on this blood pressure medicine and it's making me really sleepy. Oh yeah. And so at one point I'm literally sitting in the chair and I imagine my eyes are open, but nobody's home as you know, <laughs> compared to other times. Um, so there was like 15, 20 minutes of, and I, I don't remember whose presentation it was where whatever camera that was looking at that presentation, that was the view they got because I was like, <laughs> So, but I'm on different medication now, which I'm sure will be much better. I hope so. I mean, I'm on I'm on blood pressure medication, and I drive for a living. So, really, yeah, yeah that's that falling asleep is not a good thing. That's why they put the barriers on the side of the motorway to <laughs> wake you up. You, it's like nudge oh, you oh, back crap. in to the center. <laughs> so, what if, what have you been doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. What are you up to? Well, you banned me, didn't you? Oh no. <laughs> Um, no, no. We've so many, so many much. people banned, but not not you. We we have been sweltering over here in the UK because we've forgotten what hot weather is because we haven't had it for so long. <laughs> um, but now it's back. I think the seventies was the last time anyone seems to remember. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been good. I mean, uh, we've been still been doing the show and everything. I've been buying little bits here and there, like a new keyboard for my iPad Pro, the Magic Keyboard thing for the smaller version. Oh, you didn't have one before. I had one for the big one. Okay. And I thought I need a matching one for the. <laughs> Basically, I just wanted to spend some money. Well, how how does that how well does that work with the iPad Mini since it's so much smaller? Oh, not the Mini. It's I mean by the the eleven inch uh, iPad Pro is. What oh, I mean. okay. When I say Mini, okay. I mean the Mini out of the two Pro versions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's it. But I'm I mean, does, does having a smaller does having a smaller keyboard make a difference as compared to the bigger one? No, or it's they both just work um, pretty well. Some of the some of the keys off to the right-hand side, um, they are really small keys, and which you don't tend to use them that often. Well, I don't anyway. But no, the rest of it feels quite nice. And I, I did a video about it. I was going to do a whole YouTube unboxing and everything, and I, I set up a two-camera system, and I was going to do multicam and all this, and yeah. I went through it all, and I recorded it all. And then afterwards, I realized I hadn't recorded any flipping audio, which is a bit embarrassing when you're a podcaster and you yeah. screw up the audio. yeah. I, I know about these things. I, oh. I have on a number of occasions been like, oh, crap. There's audio is really, really bad. <laughs> Still released it, but, you know. Of course. <laughs> it's not my worst one ever. I think it was our 100th show of Mac and Forth. Okay. And back then, back then we used to uh, use one of those services where everybody dolls into a web page, and then mm -hmm. the web page records everyone's audio and sends it back to them at the end of the show. So I was I I was doing the show quite happily. After about ten minutes, I started silenting. Everyone else could hear it. It did tell me. So when I got that recording back, it was all silenty. So what I had to do, because <laughs> it was the one hundredth episode, and I'd got like the guys back for it and everything. Yeah. And uh, what I had to do is I had to listen to the silent version. Then I had to in post say exactly the same lines. Oh my god! And fill them in How long was the, the show? Gap. It was an hour-long show, as usual, and I had to do 50 minutes of that nonsense. And every time I wasn't speaking, it was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> it, it took me forever to do. I never it's kind of, to do it's that one of those again. things you get near the end of the show, and you're like, shut up, me. Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> Just stop. Stop. Knock it off. Well, let me ask you something. What mic are you using today? 
I am using a Procaster. I've moved nice. up from the Podcaster and I've gone to their XLR version, which Ooh. is lovely. And I use it with a, a Wave XLR interface thing. Wave, who makes that? Is that um... uh, Elgato? Elgato, El, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, that's and that's like a little tiny thing, isn't it? So, yeah, it's lovely. I, so, I really want what those Procar uh, Roadcasters, oh, though. I got to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I I talked about that. And I actually got rid of the mixer that I had. I had a um, Yamaha mixer, but it wasn't USB. And it was fine, but I was I was never using it. I just never did use it. And with the setup I have now, I'm I'm on this. I, I love this microphone, this the Lewitt LCT 440 uh, condenser microphone. And I have it going through a DBX 286S, which is a limiter compressor. And which and it's so sweet the way you can kind of dial in your sound with this, and then that outputs to a uh, Motu M4 um, audio interface. Which it again, you know, it's it's like in this room, the only one recording audio is me. Why do I need a mixer? I don't think I do. <laughs> and I've got or, all this other gear. Uh, are you are you looking for an excuse like to explain to the missus? That's that a seven hundred dollar excuse, so it better be really good. Well, the pro, the, the roadcaster two's just come out as well. So, but um, I'm actually going to someone's. Someone's asked me to set up their podcasting studio, and they bought some stuff re- uh, based on my recommendations. And one of the things they have bought is uh, a road. Um, what do I call oh, it? The, yeah, the, the roadcaster one. Yeah, and they've got some oh. sure SMB7 mics, and I've got to <sighs> plug it all together in a couple of weeks and sell it all up, and oh, God. <laughs> well, how many SM7Bs did they get? Four. Four. <sighs> Why are they selling it all? Did they go in a different direction or just decide they didn't want a podcast and have no, more money than God? It. They bought it, and I'm going to set up their studio. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying <laughs> that they they'd sold it all. No, they bought it all. Nice. Nice. So they obviously have a lot of money because that's like well, not anymore. Seven hundred, <laughs> yeah, sixteen seven hundred dollars in microphones alone. Oh. Did they go cameras so I'm not, too? I'm not. Uh, they want to do cameras later on, and I said just just walk before you start running, please. <laughs> but um, you know, one thing you know, I can recommend this. Mm. Ah, Fresca. Fresca? I don't even think they made that anymore. I love Fresca, that kind of grapefruity taste. And we are not talking about any Mac stuff at all, people. We're just having a good time here, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, (laughs) One thing that I've found is you can can spend a lot of money on video, but the thing to remember is, unlike audio, where you can hear a big difference between good and bad audio with most video, especially on like YouTube or something like that, you're looking at HD quality at best. So why spend six to $800 on a a standalone mirrorless body and then probably a like amount for a lens for each one of the cameras that you want to put plus everything else that you need in order to to get it set up. When there are some really, really good HD quality webcams out there. I just picked up from um, 
Logitech. It's this little, I think it's called the, what is it called? It's it's like a little square webcam. It's It doesn't look like the 920s or the 930s. And it's USB-C out. And I've got it set up in such a way that I can do multiple cameras going into a Mac. Mm. Into StreamYard through OBS um, as a virtual camera. So I got to say, I got the again the El Gato face face cam thing yeah. here in front of me. But I have got and the and it looks um, great. Hmm. But the the problem is, I wouldn't be able to do suggest that to them because it's a it's an upper class situation. And if the the people they hope to get in wouldn't be that impressed if I walked in. <laughs> if they walked in and there's loads of little webcams oh, set up, okay, so they they're setting up a, a studio big, for. Yeah multiple people to come in and do podcasts yeah, okay so it's a business it's not just yeah. a guy with a lot of money that wants to do a podcast no, no. okay i can hopefully i'll be able to tell you more about it after it's done so i can't i can't really say too much in a moment but okay well you should you should film some video as you're setting all that up oh well i'll obviously get permission first <laughs> okay well now that uh we've we've talked about all the, oh do i don't even think i've got gaz's snippets music Uh-oh. so we'll just have to we'll just have to roll with it beep, beep, beep. Boop, boop, boop. okay Gaza's snippets uh, Amazon is shutting down its Amazon Drive service with users expected to move any files themselves manually with no assisted app from Amazon uh, but photos and videos will be stored automatically or be automatically moved to Amazon photos Are they- now are they desperate for money? I I don't know. I mean, they've got they've it's, got the whole cloud service thing going on with um, what is that called? Q three something like that. Whatever their their enterprise uh, cloud service is called. AWS in it. Also. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it, it well because they just they've just put up their prime uh, prices as well. We're about to. Uh, in September, put up their prime across Europe anyway. Uh, I guess they need extra money to pay for that bloody horrible Lord of the Rings show that's coming. <laughs> I have no <laughs> intention of watching that at no. all. Well, first, first episode, I will obviously just to see how bad it is. <laughs> I, oh, you know, the, and the, the crazy thing is they're not even really following the story of Lord of the Rings, they're taking they're out characters. It's like, why didn't you just? Call it something else and just make it an, a, another fantasy series. Did, why did you have to call it Lord of the Rings and then not actually follow the story of Lord of the Rings? Because they bring the fan base. I think they bring the fan base with them. But then during the process of shooting it and saying the right things, they alienate the fan base yeah. who turn against them. And then all get all, they all get called all kinds of names. Wait, and hold then on. it just fouls. Oh, oh. Star Trek Discovery. Sorry. Excuse yeah. Me. Don't don't get me started. Don't. Yeah. Star yeah, Trek Picard. Um. <laughs> you saw Lower Decks though. Have you have you been watching Lower Decks? Yeah, but I don't. I mean, it's good, and I do a lot I, more references in that. But it's it's not. Star, I love. It's just I'm sorry. I love Lower Decks. It's the th- and the thing about Lower Decks, it's purposely irrelevant. But all yes. of the extra stuff that they put in those shows of other Star Trek series, including the original animated series. Um, there's actually a guy that does like ups and downs for each different Star Trek show. And, and I can't remember his name or what his YouTube channel is called, 
But at the end of, of saying, okay, well, for Star Trek, Picard had got this many ups and this many downs and why, he also does this thing where he says, okay, and here's all the in-references that were in this week's show. And for the most part, with Discovery and Picard, it takes like, it's like two or three things. With Lower Decks, he's sometimes he has pages of things because there's just so much there. They actually had... And, and I think I talked about this um, on Thursday on Dave Ginsburg's In Touch With iOS show. If you've ever watched the original animated series, there was an episode called The Infinite Vulcan where Spock is like 50 feet high. And I, I don't remember the circumstances around it, but he was. And in this one episode of Lower Deck when they're at some collector's house, there's a huge skeleton that's like pinned to the to the ceiling and it's in a blue star trek uniform it's obviously spock from this ultimate or infinite vulcan from the from the animated series which hardly anyone watched because it was so bad but they took the time to put it in yeah okay let's move off from that Anything else about Amazon? I know we did. We go off the rails there. Carl? No, that's that's it. I I actually prefer what Amazon is doing for the most part because you got that show Jack Reacher and you've got the yeah. Terminal List and and there's a, there's some really good shows on there. It's just that I I I don't know about Lord of the Rings. That's very I've I've like obviously I'm a fan empty. of Star Wars and Star Trek, but the yeah. most intense fans I've ever met are Lord of the Rings fans, and if you want to annoy them. Because they, when you chat to them, they know so much about the law from just these books. And I've tried the books; I couldn't get into them, unfortunately. Oh, well, um, I read them, but but with with these Uber fans, it's like, look on page three hundred, paragraph six, word yeah. seven. It was clearly distinguished that Gandalf was not gay. It's like, wait, wait, hold on, what, what, what are you even talking about? What does it matter? It's a book. It's a fantasy series. Just let well, it we go. go that way. They yeah. never even go to the toilet. So does that mean it's canon that no one has a poop? <laughs> well, that's what that you know. They eat that. They eat that uh, elven bread, which apparently oh, yeah. just stops you up or something. Um, that's we're we're really. That's only one story. <laughs> yeah, took us that long. Uh, VMware Carl has a tech preview, which is somehow different from a beta for M-Series Macs to run Windows 11 in a virtual environment. And yes, all those things are accurate. This is the Intel version of Windows 11, as the ARM version isn't available for M-Series Macs. So for everyone who wants to run Windows 11 on your M-Series Macs, here's one way to eventually, eventually do it. Okay. <laughs> that was a pregnant pause. That yeah, was. I know. I had I, I couldn't find it at first. It was like, I know it's here. I know it's here. Okay. Uh, Apple, Carl, is going to put ads in the iOS app store in the Today tab. These ads will be highlighted in blue to distinguish them from other recommendations because apparently Apple is not making enough money in services. What do you think about that? Um. 
I, I don't know. I, I don't really pay attention to that page at all. I just go in and I normally know Update what I'm the trying ones to find. That you got, yeah. Finding what I want is a different issue altogether, <laughs> even if you know the name of it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it doesn't matter. It's like, well, here's the exact name and person who made it, and you've given me 20 different options. It's like, no, That's I it. just just need that one. Can can you put that one there? All right. Um, Apple calls a letter that was submitted to the U.S. Congress claiming that there is absolutely no real risk associated with third-party side-loading apps uh, disappointing and untrue. Apple claims that over 50% of known infected devices are Android, with Windows at 23%, the Mac at 9%, and iOS levels are so small that it fits into the category of other. I think it's a terrible decision that they're making them do here. Yeah, I, um, and there was, there's actually a, uh, who is it? There, there's an app that's out right now where you can do a, a subscription for it and it goes outside and it's built into the app and it goes outside Netflix. the Apple. Yes. Netflix. Netflix. And there's a big warning all over it going, you know, uh, you can do this if you want, but Apple isn't going to be responsible. Apple isn't going to give you your money back. If, if you do this based on going to something outside of the Apple ecosystem. So if it goes horribly, horribly wrong, don't come to us. But that's not only to see, that's just an external payment system. That's fine because you've yeah. got like very reputable payment systems outside Apple's ecosphere. And they've been around for a long time, a lot longer than Apple in, in some cases. But the problem is they want to be able to sideload apps onto your phone. And that's okay as long as it's set up in such a way where I think this is how Android, Android does it. They make it very clear if you want to flick this switch and allowed, allowed sideloading, you are on your own from that point on. Yep. There's, no, there's no point go running to Apple because you have decided to do this thing. And um, I'm sure 99.9% .9 will be legit, but that 0.1% is a big statistic when you we consider the, the width of the uh, app world. And well, I think that um, for the most and and I say this, almost firmly tongue in cheek. <laughs> I would like to think that iPhone users are smart enough to know that sideloading apps is a terrible idea. They won't know. And hopefully they won't do it. They, they will because most people who use phones are not, it's come on such a, such a long way now that most people who use phones are just, average people who just use a phone as uh, a part of their life. It's just like the TV as far as they're concerned. Um, and they've been led to believe nothing can go wrong with that phone uh, unless they drop it. Um, but that's the same with computers, really. You think about it. Why would anyone get a virus on their machine? Because they just go to sites where they should be going or and install click, bits click, of software, click, legal click, software. Click. Exactly. So people are always going to do it. And it's all right for us because we have this knowledge. However, if someone something went wrong with a car, if there was this thing and I thought, oh, I'll put that on my car, like, because that will save me some money and it was totally dodgy and effective and like damage my brakes, I'd still go ahead and do it because I wouldn't know. But every mechanic would go, oh, what are you doing? 
You freaking idiot. Why did you so do we're that? Just, we're just them. I mean, if it's your field of interest, you know. If it's not your field of interest, you just go along with the flow. And then they'll come to us and say, well, I thought that worked. And you'll go, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're kind of on your own. Yeah. Okay. Um, Apple Store visits are significantly less than pre and just after post, well, somewhat post COVID numbers. (laughs) Apple Stores received a lot of visitors in pre-COVID times and just after restrictions were lifted, averaging over 20K per month in some stores. New numbers are showing visitors less than 6K and even less in other in many other stores. Ooh, what have I got on my face? Sorry. It's your nose. No, it's like something. It feels like there's a hair that's like just slightly brushed oh, no. up against no my nose. Oh, no. No chance of that. No chance well, of I that. Know. Guy. That's what, <laughs> and when I had long hair, it would be like, oh, okay. Well, obviously, you know, maybe something from the back is flipped around in the front. But now it's just like gremlins, gremlins. Uh-oh. So what do you think about um, these Apple store visits? I don't know. I go to the, I passed the London ones and they still as packed to me as they always have been. In fact, they just opened a new one here in London in Brompton Road near Harrods. I was meant to go down and film it today, but we're having train strikes in this country at the moment. Uh, so we had one yesterday, so I couldn't go then. And then today my train line just wasn't running. So I couldn't go today either. So my plan is to go tomorrow, um, hopefully after work, if I don't have a mad day, and go and get some shots of this new uh, store in the Brompton Road near Howard's. So, it, well, if you're working tomorrow, you'll just do it while you're at work, or no, I'll do it after work. I finish fairly. Early. I finish about half two in the afternoon. Oh, so. nice! Well, that means you start really early. I start at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh God! Okay, enough said. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, because we. Sh- Almost have to talk about it. Uh, Apple's third quarter numbers for 2022 have been released. While supply constraints affected their sales overall, they still made a crap ton of money. And that's all that I think we need to say about that. <laughs> um, you got anything else before we take a break there, Carl? Um, no, not really. I mean, you're, you're right about the money. Uh, it, it was surprising they made that much. Uh, there's massive constraints, as you say, on their their hardware at the moment. I think yeah. if you try and order an M2 MacBook Air, you're still waiting a long, long time before that thing's even going to ship. Um, I believe there's still people waiting on Ultras that haven't shipped yet and things like that. So uh, but what are you going to do when you, the country you're depending on it keeps locking down all their people? Well, this is, this is why, and I would be very surprised if Tim Cook isn't looking to diversify away from certain countries and moving some production to other certain countries, not necessarily the, the United States, because why would he do that? But at least, at least not have all your eggs in one basket. All right. Um, mm. Carl, you've been on this show once or twice, so you probably know how we normally get out of a segment. Yes. If everyone would kindly stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. Hello everybody, this is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast, a show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. 
Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them, and of course, just what makes them tick. That, plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in Apple. What more could you possibly want? Check us out on the My Mac Podcasting Network. Hey guys, on the My Mac Podcast Show. The baker's favourite proves they can have any taste. And welcome everyone to the second section. Or no, this side. Don't like <gasps> this. Me. Don't I know I was gonna say don't do it the other way because that's that's bad. That's a bad thing. So people on YouTube just turn your head right before I did that, though even though it's past now. Anyway, what we're going to talk about for our main topic on this show is just how many Macs Apple has sold and the rise and fall of, and I I actually have some numbers here. Let me get these up. Some numbers. Uh, I don't have them in a spreadsheet. So, uh, Carl, can you guess... How many Macs Apple sold in 2003? I've heard it's more than seven. Barely, but yes. Right. It was 3.1 million. Oh, right. <laughs> and uh, that was in 2003, but with the switch to Intel processors, and we're seeing kind of the same thing now with the switch to the M, M series. Uh, when they made the switch to the Intel processors in 2005 to 2007 sales rose through the roof for the beleaguered company and at the time they were still pretty much beleaguered uh 2009 so six years after the 3.1 million sold in 2003 in 2009 they tripled their sales to 10 million and in six years later in 2015 they broke the 20 million mark that's a lot of Macs. That's hmm. 17 million more Macs sold. And it wasn't even their biggest seller. It wasn't even the, the thing that made them the most money, which, of course, has been the iPhone since, what, 2010, 2011? And God, the, but the sales of Macs have just gone, have gone, they've just gone crazy. Um, well, wasn't it the iMac when Steve came back and he, he threw away all that? Clutter. So, for so for example, whenever I see someone do the history of the Mac and they bring out yeah. all these beige boxes, they look so unimpressive. Like, yeah. um they're horrible. Um, I mean, even I had a, a, an iMac at one point uh, just as a piece of of art, effectively, because it used to whine so much. The hard disk and power unit used to whine yeah. so much. We turned it on, but um, yeah, I mean, they were. This was back in the time where I loathed Apple because I yeah. thought they were overpriced, but. Um, but they, yeah, I, they I, were even well, absolutely. But even I could look at that and go, "Yeah, that looks pretty good." Uh, you know, and you had that fantastic advertising campaign of the two guys and oh yeah, um, get uh, the uh, I'm a Mac, you're a PC. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. like you know, showing how easy it was to switch over from from one to another. I'm not sure how must have been in the nineties. When was that? 
No, that was um, mid two thousands. It was that that I think those started just before they made the switch. It was with Justin Long and uh, John Hodgman. Yeah, just before at least here. I know in some parts of the world they had different guys. Didn't you have like your own pair? We, we had the guys from the Peep Show do it over here. Um, I've forgotten his name, David. <laughs> um, <laughs> forgotten his name. Damn it. Anyway, we had the guys from the Peep Show. Um, It'll come to me at some point. Probably. Okay. And then there um, was another set of guys in Japan that did them there. But they were all basically, except for some cultural differences, especially for the Japanese ones, they were all basically the, the same commercials. And Yeah, I mean, uh, sorry. No, I was just saying, when you consider how poorly Macs were selling, as you, as you said, especially in the 90s, when they had the horrible... Uh, Performa, Centris, and Quadra lines, where the only real difference between most of them was just the software that was bundled with them. There were, you know, I mean, some, the the Quadra lines might have like a, a better GPU or something like that, but there wasn't really any huge differences. And what made it worse was you would have like a, let's say, a, a Performa 410 which is like a little pizza box Mac. And then they would get a different software bundle for it. Same machine, nothing about the hardware changed at all, but it had a different software bundle. And now it's the Performa 415. And so many Apple dealers at the time would be stuck with these older machines that, 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 they couldn't sell because it said Performa 410 instead of Performa 415. And Apple had, there were so many things wrong with Apple back then. Mm. Apple had uh, sales numbers that each one of their third-party dealers had to meet. And if they had a bunch of machines that that could they couldn't sell, well, too bad for you. You obviously didn't order enough machines or ordered too many and you need to do a better job at that. So, yeah, that wasn't really good. Um, no. But with the move to Intel, where Apple, especially when you consider that this was pre-iPhone, but it was post-iPod. So a lot of people who had had iPods, this was kind of the gateway drug for them to start getting invested in Apple and when Apple came out with, with machines that were basically using the same hardware that their Windows machines were doing, and with Boot Camp, they could still boot into uh, a Windows environment, uh, their their sales skyrocketed. And kind of the same thing happened when uh, they, they made the switch to the M series because there was like from 20... What would you say from 2016, 2017 to 2019, there wasn't a whole lot of innovation going on? No, sort of Intel dropped the ball a little bit because yeah. they just, their solution seemed to be, I keep coming up with all these different lakes that they were producing for their chips. And they're, they're um, I think they were trying to get their the nanometers down to like five nanometers or whatever. Yeah, and it couldn't, couldn't do quite it. work. Yeah. So their solution, 
in the meanwhile was just to put more cores in all the time. And of yeah. course, the more cores you put on, the more power it will drain potentially. Um, and the more and heat. Apple start, yeah, and the Apple start going. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Uh, and they were I, well. Obviously, they were. They got annoyed with waiting. Um, I went obviously when the the um, the phones and the pads came out with their with their processors in. Some people thought, you know, eventually Apple's going to switch their Apple computers over to these new these new ARM processors. You know, one one particular person I remember saying that, but then he changed his hmm. mind, and then next week yeah. they did it. Exactly. So- <laughs> I don't know who that could have been. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of advocated for that for years and years. And then as soon as I changed my mind, Apple's like, you know, that Mac Parrot guy, he's an idiot, but we're going <laughs> to take this suggestion. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, Apple's always been small, always been like the small player against Windows because like the way Windows is built by so many different companies, only one person makes Apple computers nowadays and that's Apple. Yep. So, um, you know, they've, they can only release a certain amount of units a year, uh, certain designs. They've got builds that they, you know, have to hit on a fairly regular basis, not not every year, obviously. But the competition is every every other week a new PC is being released by one company or another. Um, but I know, I know when I got my first Mac, which was a second generation, second, uh, generation MacBook Air, I was hooked. That was it. I was not ever going back to Windows, um, you know. And and I never have, and I've never felt any compunction to go back to Windows. Now I know I have to pay a hefty price, but then the other day I was specking out getting a possibly a Windows for gaming, and I yeah. still ranked up to like two two grand. And I was thinking, well, bloody hell, a Mac's cheaper than that now. <laughs> I actually went to AliExpress, <laughs> and I got this low-profile Windows PC that has a, and it's a, it's not a great graphics card it's, it's like a gtx 1650 and it's about the size of a mac mini and it was around 900 dollars with 32 gigs of ram and, and a one terabyte ssd mm-hmm. and for the games that i'm running which is basically just stuff off steam it runs great and that's all i use it for that's you know i i have my intel sorry my M series Mac mini and this windows PC hooked up to two different HDMI inputs on, on one of my monitors. And I just switch between them when I want to play mm. some games and I've got mm. a, a separate, Oh, and it, it's so gaudy. I've got a, a separate keyboard and mouse with all the RGB that you could possibly stand. Oh dear. You're one of them. <sighs> Didn't mean to. I, I honestly, vomit. and Again, we're, we're kind of going off the topic here, but that's okay. I was looking for, I, I didn't want a wireless keyboard because I was already doing wireless with the Mac and I didn't want multiple keyboards and multiple wireless mice and all the multiple multiples on the same, on the same desk going to different computers. So I was looking for a USB keyboard that had a USB port that I could plug in a USB monitor or USB um, trackball or mouse. Okay. I'm sorry, losing my mind. And finally found one, but unfortunately, it was like one of these RGB monstrosities that, you know, just 
shows different colors as as my gaming experience goes on and i could probably figure out a way to turn it off but i don't use it enough to care that much <laughs> and the computer itself doesn't really light up it's a little tiny thing if i had uh no i'm, I'm not gonna bother um, i was gonna say i could bring the camera down and show it to you but it's it's about the size of of a uh, m series uh mac mm. mini and it works great i mean yet the only reason I'd want a Windows machine is for gaming, but now yeah. you, you're getting some nice alternatives come out. So I was looking at that Steam Deck unit, for example, um, and the, the highest grade one is like about 500 quid. Um, it's, you can't wait, order it until October or something like that, though. But that's like a handheld device that gives you access to all your Steam library, library uh, and they're adapting more and more games to it all the time. And that's well, can you can out. you connect it up to an external monitor so that yes. you don't have to yes. look at it just yes. a little you tiny can. screen? Okay, well that's not you can do bad. Things like that. That'd be a lot cheaper sure too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's all I want it for. I just want something, um, you know, because you're not going to get viruses and stuff. I hope from Steam. Um, I would hope not anyway. Yeah. But um, but that's all I'm going to use it for. I'm going to use it for some gaming. Now, most of my gaming, as we've talked about on the show a few times, I, I stream games now. So I use GeForce Now and I use Stadia and uh, an Xbox, what you, Xbox, Xbox Cloud, I think they call it. And they're coming along. Like, for example, I've got a little, um, I've got a little network to USB-C adapter um, and I've hooked that up to my actual network and I stream to my, my iPads through the USB-C port, and I'm getting 500 input. And, and the picture is lovely. It's so good. I think I sent you a, an example of what it looks like when you're yeah. playing. Uh, and it works so well, and I love it. And it's, it's there, and I'm it. using an Xbox controller. you got to have a good connection. That's all it is. You've got to have well, a good I've, connection. I've got, I've got like 100 plus up and down. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's you gotta be something close. else. You've you got to be close to the one of the server you know, sections as well. My one okay. apparently is is Lon in London, so it's about seven miles away from where I am, um, if I can believe what they say. <laughs> so I'm not too far from it. Um, so it works a treat for me. I mean, if you're middle of nowhere. When I, when I go down to the coast in a few weeks' time, I'll try there, see if I get a, a similar experience. I doubt it somehow. But, um, yeah, where I yeah, am now... Latency, latency was one of the big problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sadly. So and for some games it doesn't matter. Like real time strategy games, it doesn't really matter. If it's a twitchy game like a like a sort of Call of Duty type game, then obviously it does matter. But yeah. um Left for yeah. Dead. That kind yeah. of thing. Um well let's wrap up. I don't know how we how did we end up getting so off track? I don't I blame Carl. Well no, it's just like but you, so the point was that they they think that there's a problem there's potentially a problem because Apple computers have seen a decline in sales but then it's obvious why because people can't produce the stuff we've had years now where yeah. where you know factories have been closed down or, or the logistics have been shut down or you know people in staff retail have been shut down so you know we can't rely totally on amazon and all the poor workers that like work 23 hours a day so um it's got to be some give so you know of course it's this it's ridiculous the world yeah. at the moment so well, and, I'm, and I, if, if, if go ahead. there weren't those constraints in in play, Apple would have sold far more than what they're, you know, with these new chips that they put in them. Um, you know, everyone's, 
every YouTuber is excited saying, look how much it's. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still, to this day, I still love someone buying the base model MacBook Air M1 and then putting it against the old Mac Pro that's been specced out to about nine grand's worth of kit. And they're going, wow, can it beat this? <laughs> and it does. It does on some bits, but not yeah. in longevity because obviously it has to power down. But for that burst, it's fairly close. And, you know, I, I always thought, I'm never quite sure what point they're trying to prove. <laughs> but Well, I've know. seen similar ones with uh, an iMac Pro, mm -hmm. and they were comparing that to, I think, an M1 Mac Mini 16, 512, or 16, 1 terabyte. And in DaVinci, it was close. I think mm -hmm. that a the, the Intel... Uh, iMac Pro, which was like a near top of the line iMac Pro, still beat the Mac Mini, but it's an order of magnitude of well, the iMac Pro was about ten grand, and the Mac Mini was about fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars. So you know, okay, you saved about a minute in rendering times in DaVinci. Exactly. Is that what well, you have? One eight thousand dollars to you? Oh, the other one is where they'll get a, a, a fully specced out Windows machine, you know, that yeah. that's, sounds like a hairdryer because the fans are going so fast on it. And they go, well, it's slightly beating the M1, which is silent. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that a few times as well. Uh, well, last word on all of this. Uh, in 2021, Apple sold nearly 30 million Macs, and that was when they were in the process, you know, the full M1 series was out. Uh, I don't, I think the studio was out by that time as well. Um, but this year they're looking to be at about the 20 million mark. But as, as both Carl and I were saying, it's really due to supply constraints as compared to people not wanting to buy them. You just, you just can't get them. And if you have to wait six weeks or longer for the computer that you want, you, may as well just grab an M1 Mac Mini, which, again, is going to suit the needs of about 95% of the people that are out there. Mm. I mean, I could get a a, a Mac Studio. I could. I, I You know, I could, my credit rating, as stupid as it is, would allow me to get one. But I just can't justify it with how good the M1 Mac Mini is. I get, well, again, it's the same old story, isn't it? Like, um, you get people who do podcasts like we do. Yeah. And they go, oh, yeah, I've got to have the top stuff. I've got to have the fully maxed out thing. Like, for example, when I say all the time on all, all the time on my show, I'm using my MacBook Air base model there. I'm doing a show, recording four audio streams and doing all this, that, and the other, doing a video, well, an audio conference. Um 13% normally. I mean, this one yeah. involves video, me and you talking. It's at 27%. And most of that is probably <laughs> Chrome. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because we have to use Chrome to do yeah. to do this chat thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or a Brave works as well, but still, any of the Chromium browsers are gonna are gonna use a lot more resources. All right, we are gonna skip right over to uh, a purloin section for this week, which is Gaz's tips. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Yes, it is time for Gaz's tips. Carl. Yes. 
Have you ever copied and pasted text from the web into a Word or Pages document only to see all of that text vomited, literally vomited across the screen with a bunch of formatting that you probably didn't see when you copied the text, but the Mm -hmm. Mac dutifully brought along for the ride when you pasted it? Yes, many, many times until I learned this shortcut. Well... Not Carl, because he already knows it, but everyone else can easily stop that nonsense by using the paste and match style command instead of just paste. So, sure, command V is easy, but how much time did you spend afterwards getting rid of all of that extra crap that came along with it? Uh, So, instead of just hitting command V, hit option Command shift at the same time and then hit the V and that will bring just the text. It'll paste it in and match the style of, of whatever document that you put it into. Would you agree with that, Carl? I I would agree so much that my head would fall off from all the nodding. Yes. I thought you might hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz, you are absolutely right. Okay, well, we're moving right along. Neither one of us. Do you, do you have a uh, for pick's sake this week, Carl? Uh, you don't have to. You don't have one. Don't worry about it. The only one I've got is if, if, you're, if you use, um, if you've got a joystick, uh, like a, uh, an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller, give give Call of Duty Mobile a go, but don't pay for anything. Don't buy skins or loot boxes or anything like that. Just play the game. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I'm addicted. Call of Duty with a Xbox controller? Yeah, on on iOS. Really? Oh, fantastic. okay. I hadn't even thought of it. Oh, yeah. That's on the, the service that you were just talking about a little while ago. No, no. It's, a, it's an individual app. But, you know, they constantly try and throw loot boxes at you and, and uh, what do I call them, battle passes and, and things like this. Don't buy any of that nonsense. Just literally play the game. And, uh, you know, start off in, in the, the deathmatch type things and then move up to the battle royales. It's awesome. I just and love it so is, much. And that's an iOS game or is that a... That's an uh, iOS game. Free, okay. totally free, but in-app purchases, but don't bother with them. I'll have to check that out. Um, I do have, there's, I have a couple of, of links here, and it's the same links I've had for a while now. Uh, there's a site called timeout.com, and they have a list of helpful Ukrainian donation sites, and there will be a link in the show notes that you can go and look at all those. But the two in particular that we highlight each week is the Ukrainian Red Cross, redcross.org, and blah, 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 all the rest of that. Links will be in the show notes, and Doctors Without Borders. Um, please, if you can give generously to both of those organizations, helping out all the people that are suffering in the Ukraine. Um, I know we have some feedback, but I forgot to download it. So that will have to wait until <laughs> next week. Had, I saw that there were some, cause it's been two weeks, three weeks since we've done a, um, uh, a my Mac episode and I didn't do any of them for the 900th show because we were just so busy doing other stuff there. I swear we will get to all of that stuff because I really, really do appreciate it when we get feedback from people, especially when they use our Skype telephone number. 
Uh, if this, you would like, go ahead. I was say, you must have about two dozen from Greg. Um, I, you know. <laughs> I love Greg. He's, he's so great. I can always count on Greg to send us some good feedback. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Mac Parrot. You can go and buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash Mac Parrot or pay a pal. You can pay a pal at paypal.me forward slash Mac Parrot. And I don't ah. have all I don't have all those sound effects. I have to do it manually. I okay. missed the first one. You no, flew straight right. past it. That's okay. <laughs> Carl, if people wanted to get a hold of not me, but you, how would they do so? Well, you can come and listen to uh, me uh, and also normally um, Alan, Steve, and then either Dean, Barry, or Mark <laughs> over on the Mac and Forth show every week, uh, normally released on a Friday morning, early in the morning. Or I'm back on Twitter because I'm waiting to see what Elon does with it. Uh, you can get me over there at Claw0101, or you can follow us at Mac and Forth as well over there. Okay, and there'll be links in the show notes because Carl is going to put those in so that I can put them in or he's going to make me suffer <laughs> go and find them you stupid i never asked you to do that when you come on mine do i have say. to go and do it myself <sighs> well i can just copy and paste this whole thing if you want to get a hold of me all you have to do is you can send me an email to guy guy at mymac.com or podcast at vertshark.com i have a couple of have a couple of Twitter handles, either Mac Parrot or Vert Shark over Did there it. on the Twitters. You can get a hold of Gaz. He is Gaz at mymac.com. We are also Gazmaz together. No, that's Gaz's Twitter. <laughs> wow. Words are hard. Gazmaz on Twitter. Uh, you can also get a hold of both of us on Twitter, Guy and Gaz, G U Y A N D G A Z over Gaz. there on Twitter. Uh, feedback at mymac.com that will go to Tim who will forward it on to us and we have a Skype telephone number that this week I ignored and didn't get any of the calls but I will get them for the next time there will be no sad Hulk music on this show and that number is one or plus one outside of the United States 703-436-9501 that number again is one or plus one outside of the United States 703-436-9501 and if you have some kind of weird fetish where putting a one or a plus one in front of a telephone number is just too much for you to handle you can just go right to the Skype application and dial 703-436-9501 and Carl, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you to you for being uh, on the show this week and putting on with, or putting up, putting on, <laughs> putting up on all of the usual nonsense that I do on this show. Gaz has put up with it now for about 12 years. I know. He tells me regularly. It, it says a lot about the state of his life at this moment. Um, but I would also like to thank all of the wonderful listeners, thank you so very, very much for downloading and listening. Listening. Listening to the MyMac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it when you do so. And Carl, I think that this week, this week in particular, though it would have been better if Gaz was here instead of me, that we were good enough. 
And I think that this week would have been better if Gaz was here, that we were smart enough <laughs> and that Wilf Gonnet find that puppy. Woof, woof, woof. People like us. Now, before I read the funny language one, are you sure this is a language and you just didn't fall asleep on the keyboard? I It, <laughs> it, it very well could have been me falling asleep on the keyboard, but to the best Ke of my knowledge, this is a real language. Siuge fi homoj ni iris our max doc. I got one. Carvi devis poti mascon estas amosa de paglioja. Yeah. Yeah. See? And we don't have to say what that's really saying in English because people who know what this language is already know. Oh my God. It's shocking. It's shocking. It's so awful. We ain't got a gas joke. No, we don't have a gas joke. And I should have had one ready. I don't know why I didn't. Um, horse walks into a bar. Bartender says, why the long face? No, it's ouch. He says, ouch. Wasn't that painful? <laughs> yeah, it's a dad joke, though. End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. I actually went out and bought it's this it's this like flip open kind of casey thing that you put your phone and it's got a little pocket for credit cards mm -hmm. and money. And when we went when my wife and I went up to Pennsylvania, oh god, months and months ago, I started using that like all the time until I realized what a pain <coughs> in the ass it was to use instead of just having my wallet with me. Cuz you've only got so because it's just that one pocket and when I leave town, I like having a certain amount of cash on me because you just never know. <laughs> it's like, I do not want to be stuck when people are saying, yeah, well, you know, all the credit card machines are down, so you're going to have to pay in cash and then not having mm -hmm. any cash. Um, no, you just talk about it. Why is it every time I'm on, it's bloody earnings calls, <laughs> which I know nothing about. <laughs> That's when Gaz leaves. Well, and again, we don't we don't typically talk about earnings calls because it's just so boring. It's boring. Yeah, yeah exactly. We don't. They're making money now. Yeah, it's yeah. Also the here's, risk of going out of business next week. Like here's the here's be. the headline: Apple reports earnings made a ton of money. Aye. The end. Done. Done. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have to get a little towel because my room is a sweat box. Just turn on the AC. Cheeky git. <laughs> this is Britain, damn it. We don't need no stinking AZ. Until AC. you do. For 363 days of the year, we don't need it. Dun, dun, dun. I forgot to do that for the end of Gaza snippets. Oh, dear. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can pull it in me. post. You can pull it in post. I could fix it in post. Probably won't, but I could. <laughs>